0: sport industry access podcast episode 108 what business qualities do you need to work in the entertainment industry Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports business. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Maggie Entim. Maggie is a business professional where she specializes in brand partnerships, sponsorship sales and marketing, which she's applied in a variety of industry sectors. For example, she has worked with athletes and musicians like the professional NFL player Ezekiel Elliott and the musician 50 Cent. I have to say I'm really fascinated about Maggie's career journey and it's great to have her as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Maggie will share her sports career journey and explain to you the business qualities you need to work in the entertainment industry. Maggie, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start?
1: Sure. So um, I grew up in Queens, New York, uh, New York City, you know, born and raised and have always been a fan of basketball. I mean, I've been a fan of Basketball in particular, since like the age of four. My grandfather was a huge uh, New York Knicks fan, and that's how I became a New York Knicks fan. I would watch this game with him all the time, and then I'd want to go to the park and shoot just like John Starks or like Reggie Miller. And um, I then started playing basketball since the age of five. My uncle would take me to the park, and we'd shoot hoops, and we had to take a crate and cut it out. And he would hold that crate for me to practice my shot. So I told him, I said, I wanted to, you know, have a jump shot like Reggie Miller, because the way this guy was shooting threes, it was insane. So, um, you know, I practiced, practiced, practiced. And, you know, as the years went by, um, I then, you know, tried out for the team. And I was like, this is so cool. And, you know, then just watching other sports like football and soccer and tennis and just really becoming so, um, just such a fan of, you know, those different sports that it kind of occurred to me, what is it like to actually work in the business? And so uh, by the time I got to college and had started initially in the music business, um, music and sports, they go hand in hand. So... I was just trying to find ways to get into sports, but every person I spoke to was like, oh, you know, it's like 99% recommendation, not even so much of the actual, um, you know, work that you have on paper and your resume. It's really, a lot of it is more about who you know. So um, from there, you know, once I started, once again, in the music business and kind of just crossed over, um, my first real sports experience was working uh while i was with 50 cent and i was working for his company um he started his boxing promotions company called sms promotions and that was my first real experience of doing something within the sports industry and um i then developed that love for like sports uh sponsorships and so that was the first opportunity and i loved it and i was like oh yeah this is what I want to do I love music I love the music business but this right here is what I enjoy um, even more so that's how it started for me
0: just going back to your time at college could you go in a bit more depth in what you studied and how has that supported you now
1: sure so um, during my undergrad years I studied business Um, I studied business and engineering and then I decided to just pursue fully with business. Um, I just wanted to, you know, I was always the type of person that loved to fix things. So I wanted to get into like computer engineering. And then after a while, I was like, yeah, this is going to take a really long time for me to finish. So and it's hard to be a double major for engineering and business, two total different areas. So um, I just focused on business and I got a bachelor's in marketing and a bachelor's in finance and business management. Um, And then I went to grad school and studied uh, sports management and project management from Northeastern.
0: Have you applied the um, sport management degree?
1: So the sports management degree um, has been applied. uh, So when I went back to school to get my master's, it was during a time that I was working in the music business. I was uh, still working for 50 Cent. um, And so it was kind of good because a lot of the assignments and projects that I had for like SMS promotions, a lot of my coursework was able to kind of relate to that. And so when I left from working with, uh, him, I then went to Madison square garden while I was still in school and ended up working there where I felt like I can get even more experience on the sports side. And it definitely helped, um, just a lot of the, the sponsorship courses, the event management courses, um, just the overall business side like understanding sports media and understanding how you know the media side works within sports and just that direct connection to working with athletes and you know it it was just amazing amazing now
0: just looking at sport as a bigger picture now have you seen the sports industry develop from the last 10 years in your opinion
1: oh yeah it has developed tremendously um i mean nowadays I used to, you know, as a kid, I would, like I said, I would watch TV, you know, and just watch the games on TV. Now I can watch games on my phone. I can, I can stream this on my laptop. So it has definitely, uh, developed over the years. It's a lot different. The leagues have grown, um, even down to when you look at the partners that they have, I mean, if we're talking about just even recent partnerships, I think it was just yesterday or maybe two days ago. You see the NBA has done a huge partnership with MGM uh, Resorts, which means they're now on the gaming side, like actually betting where it's, it's almost like legal now that you can do this. So um, it has changed a lot. It has changed a lot.
0: Maggie, just relating to today's podcast topic, what business qualities do you need to work in the entertainment industry?
1: So I would say learn all aspects of business itself, understanding sales, um, marketing, of course, is always one, management. Um, I'd say those three, for me, have helped me. Um, So I know we can definitely help others because I I like to think of it like this. To be a great marketer or a sports marketer, per se, you need to know how to sell. Once you've learned those skills and those qualities of how to sell, you'll be able to become a great marketer. And so, understanding sales and understanding numbers, like from a finance point, I was always good with math. So understanding, okay, if this is the marketing budget, this is how much we're going to allocate here, or if we're doing this sponsorship opportunity, this is how much this um, partnership is, you know, it's going to go for X amount of dollars for three years, and this is how that fund is going to be allocated. So really just understanding like the marketing, the management, finance, all areas of business. It doesn't hurt to, um, to know that. And then just being um, ahead of the game, knowing the, the trends, right, and, and knowing what's happening now, but also thinking outside the box and thinking, saying, well, if this is going on now, what could possibly happen within the next two years, three years, four years? So definitely being a forward thinker and just really staying on top of the trends and knowing what's going on so that whatever it is that you're doing in business, sports, whatever it is, you, you stand out.
0: So for example, like esports being head of the game in that side of things.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I mean with esports, it's huge, it's huge, it's huge. And, um, you know, I wonder sometimes what's going to be the next big thing.
0: You mentioned it earlier, Maggie, about the music industry and sports industry being really similar. Could you just go in that in a bit more depth?
1: Sure. So with music, I mean, music is universal, right? It's universal. Like it, it, it it's universal. It's, it's great. We can't. I mean, I know for me, I can't live without it. Now, when we talk about sports, sports is. It's unified. I mean, you have people coming together to support. Either they're on one side of the team or they're on another side of the team. And that music sometimes is what also brings people together because they say, okay, if we're at a sporting event and there's a song that's being played that everybody likes, you'd be surprised how everyone is chanting and singing that song and just dancing and having a good time. And so they definitely go hand in hand. And as I like to say, a lot of the artists in music, specifically hip hop, they want to be athletes, and the athletes want to be the hip-hop artists.
0: The idea that's coming in my mind with regards to that connection is the Super Bowl.
1: Yep. Super Bowl, for example. Um, Super Bowl is huge. I So I was in uh, Moscow for the World Cup, and um that was a prime example of how many artists I was running into. Like, you know, Nas was there, French Montana, they had all these big guys, and I'm just like, you really a soccer fan or are you just here you know to be here and it was interesting because especially for someone like French Montana who he you know grew up in Morocco so he was already into uh, football and so it was very interesting um, to see that and just to see how many people were actually coming together because they were fans of the actual sport
0: absolutely Maggie just going back to your career now what have you been up to recently
1: oh man so much so um yeah so much too much actually so i've been doing some work with um coca-cola on their marketing side so working with um i mean just doing a lot of sales and so i have an agency that i run a small boutique agency uh trinity agency work with a couple of athletes some nfl um in talks with a few nba clients um and then looking at a few possible brands to come on as partners and just being able to do some activations and experiential work, um, as well as artists, working with some up-and-coming artists, EDM acts, uh, one or two hip-hop um, <laughs> acts, uh, and then building out my greatest, greatest thing ever, um, ML Ventures, which is more so of a, you could say a VC fund, but more so an advisory firm. So it's an advisory firm that is where taking these guys who are athletes and entertainers and entrepreneurs and brands and bringing them all together to advise them on their investment decisions. And so what my partners and I are doing is we're formulating this company to I advise these guys on making the best decisions that they can, because as you see, one of the reasons why I wanted to start that was I was so tired of seeing this 30 for 30. And I felt like, man, imagine you worked 15 years of your life to become professional. okay, and you go pro and in your first two years, you're getting this huge contract. And then by the third year, Mm. you spent everything. So it's almost like saying, what was the 15 years that you put in? What was that for? So the goal is mainly to prevent um, those mistakes (laughs) Um, and just to really help these guys as well as help a lot of just entrepreneurs that really have these visions and just bringing them all together.
0: I can definitely see now how you got a lot on and with regards to helping athletes when they retire, because this topic has come up a fair few times on the podcast show, it's vital that they have the guidance afterwards. Maggie, just on a personal note now, what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career journey? Looking back for that young child playing hoops. I
1: know Um, what I've enjoyed the most. Oh man, it's, I mean, because the World Cup was amazing. I've I've done work with uh, the U.S. Open. So I got a chance to meet, like, Serena Williams and um, Maria Sharapova. I mean, what have I enjoyed the most? I would have to say my time at MSG was probably by far one of the best because as a kid growing up in New York City, MSG, the world's greatest arena, to go there to watch the New York Knicks play – versus now coming in and working for the company to see how things are really put together. That was probably by far my, my greatest experience of it all.
0: That is awesome. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university sports students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry?
1: Oh, definitely internship. I recommend um, interning. Um, as much as possible, maybe getting one or two internships. And if, if you have, let's say you want to do sports marketing or you're conflicted between sports media, I would look at the sports media and try to intern at like maybe an ESPN, um, NBC, CBS. And then if you're Mm -hmm. looking at the marketing side, definitely looking at some of the agencies there's tons of sports agencies that have so many opportunities they're always looking and that's and that's also a great way to get in because you have your hands on almost everything um so definitely intern. definitely read 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 i cannot emphasize that enough i mean there are some great um there's some great publications that i read like ad week um they do a lot on the branding side um sports techie uh those guys are you know some good friends of mine so definitely read uh, sports techie um, there's one that I love called uh, Sports Pro they're actually based in the UK so I love uh, Sports Pro and what they do um, I mean you have complex sports you have just all these different publications um, Vice Vice Sports is a good one and of course Uninterrupted is a great platform to play as Tribune those are all great uh, media companies to just always take moments out of your day to read and go through and and you know, maybe even watch some of the content that's posted because you just never know how it can help you and just so that you can also become aware of the industry and definitely, definitely um, attend some conferences. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've volunteered for so many conferences, especially the Sports Business Journal. How could I forget about that one? That That's a main one to read like the back of, like know that publication like the back of your hand. Um, Sports Business Journal, Definitely, definitely, definitely read. subscribe to it, Um, especially if you're a student, because there's ways that you can subscribe and for free or maybe do a free trial while you're in school. Actually, take advantage of that. Um, And yeah, definitely attend conferences, volunteer as much as possible. I mean, I've seen people volunteer for the Olympics. Um, I've seen people that were volunteering for the World Cup. Um, I myself, like I said, I was able to work with the U.S. Open. I volunteered with Sports Business Journal even for their conferences. So, you know, I've started like a small committee to even help them. Um, allocate volunteers for different conferences and so definitely do that because to be quite honest with you that's how I built my network within the sports business by just going to a lot of sports conferences and talking to people and so once I got in the industry it was even better because people remembered me they were like is this the girl that was volunteering and you may have forgot her name but we know her because she was here you know and and I mean funny story about that um First time I met the CMO of the NBA PML, I was volunteering for a sports business journal and she walked in and it was raining and she had a panel to do and she was kind of, she wasn't really late, but it was just like, you know, she, she felt like she was late and rushing in. So she just gives me her shoes to hold and I'm like, uh, like you want to put these things in a bag here because I'm not holding it like that. But, you know, so she gave me the shoes to hold and by the time she finished her panel, she came straight to me. She didn't even ask about her shoes. She just said, what's your story? Share your story with me. And started introducing me to almost everyone you could possibly think of at the NBA. And so, if it wasn't for moments like that, I don't know whether I would have met her. I don't know whether I would have met Don Hudson, the CMO of the NFL. I don't know if I would have met, I mean, the FIFA Secretary General if it wasn't for just being in those places at the right time, you know? So. It's, I, I encourage everyone to definitely take advantage of, you know, just um, volunteering and, and the conferences are huge, huge, because you get to learn so much and you get to meet so many people. And sometimes even that's how you... I've seen people get job opportunities because of that.
0: Maggie, that is fantastic. I'm literally speechless because... And thank you for sharing that story, because I hope for the listeners can get a better understanding now in what it takes to get your foot in the door and... All I'm going to say to you now is how can people interact with you online?
1: Um, Well, definitely like we did um, Twitter. uh, My Twitter, my Instagram is uh, maggie.intim. So you can definitely find me on Twitter. I'm not as active as I should be. I'm getting back into it though. It's just my schedule's been crazy, but I'm definitely getting back into it because I love Twitter um, and I love Instagram. Those are my two favorite uh, social media platforms and that's where you will find me to be most active. So definitely Twitter or Instagram, maggie.intim. And so that's the best way to find me.
0: That is great to all the listeners listening in. Those two social media links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Maggie, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much.
1: And I can't thank you enough, Ed. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.
0: Wow, what a fantastic podcast chat with Maggie. For me, there are so many elements which are going to be so useful to you if you want to work in the sports industry, especially after university or college. The biggest lesson I've taken from this interview is the music industry, the sports industry have similarities, and it comes down to the entertainment factor. So, if you want to work in these two industries, there are transferable skills. If that's representing an athlete or representing a musician. So just take that on board because people think that if you're going one direction with working with athletes or musicians, that's the only route you can take. But really, that's not true, especially in business, there are so many transferable skills. But the biggest area I want to highlight, which Maggie is absolutely right, and I really do hope you take on board, is take advantage of of reading material online which can utilise your skill set in whatever sector of the sports industry you want to go into and secondly, volunteering where you volunteer your time for experience to have the opportunity to interact with great people or influencers in the sports industry so look, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did apply what Maggie said especially at the end of the career advice she gave you take action, apply it And good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Maggie said, Take advantage of volunteering experiences at sport conferences because you'll be surprised how it can lead to a job in the sports industry.